0: Thank
1: I can see you two brewing over there. What you want to talk about?
2: Yeah. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about Anton and about his life <laughs> as a Not musician. That interesting. <laughs> <laughs> We've been thinking about Anton. You're a musician. You're doing your thing. You've been doing your thing, focused on music for a while now. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how your life has changed since before the virus and then compared to now after.
3: Yeah. At first, I went into like a deep, deep, deep depression. And I didn't really know what to do. On the way down here yesterday, I was thinking, I was like, man, this virus has been a blessing, honestly. If the virus didn't happen, I wouldn't be here right now doing this. My podcast wouldn't have started with Billy. Right. I wouldn't have been able to, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's not all set in stone yet, but my manager and I have a really effective business plan to move forward with Side Hustle and the podcast and all of it, and we're very excited about it. That wouldn't have all happened if this didn't happen. And this virus has allowed me to really think Creatively in the business sense I've written some songs too and been practicing a lot as well But just in the business sense it's allowed me to really figure out a way to make the move away from the bar grind Which is just I can't I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much Obviously the lack of money sucks, but I've been able to get really creative in just so many different ways Just because my time's not occupied with playing shitty gigs and then being fried you know, not wanting to work when I get home or beforehand knowing them have to play music for four hours for people that I don't care about music. That I don't even want to be playing. You know what I mean? So that's how it's affected me.
4: So are you ready to go a hundred percent online? If that's what things come out to be, there's
3: an aspect of performance that I miss, but it's not the bar gigs that I missed. And I talked about this at length with Billy because Billy, Billy just loves performing. He doesn't care who it's for or where it's at. He just wants to perform. I love performing I like performing for the right audience when I know the audience is there to hear what I'm trying to do. And maybe it's a little narcissistic, but I write music and I think that it's good enough that I can put it out there and people will enjoy it. Right. Music has affected me in a way that I want to return that favor. There's an aspect of it where I'm playing music, my music, and I want people to feel something from that because that's what other people's music has done for me. When I'm playing those kind of shows, there's nothing that compares to that, especially when it's a good show and you're doing it well. That's the best feeling for me ever. I would love to be able to be on an online platform and generate enough revenue where I don't have to do the gigs I don't want to do and be much more calculated on the gigs that we are doing and how we're doing our tours and how we're releasing music. We're, we're a DIY band, but we have to operate under the same structures that the pop artists have to operate under. We have to release music in the same amount of time. We have to take on the same marketing and PR stuff that they have to do. But we have a fraction of the budgets. You know, we have to think about our routing, you know, the gigs we're playing and where we're playing them at. We have to worry about the max cap of the rooms we're playing at, ticket sales, merch sales. We have to be thinking about all those numbers all the time. And we don't have a team of people doing that for us. It'll be good to be able to really focus on all that, and not have to do all the bullshit gigs that we don't want to do. You know, and that's what this time has done. I think for me, is put it all in perspective.
4: And what about the rest of us? Are we ready to move forward in this uh, whole stay-at-home yeah. thing? And yeah, just, I mean,
1: you know me, man. <laughs> Shit goes wrong. Yeah. I'm always ready to fix fucking shit because that's what my life is so when this all happened i'm like all right i I just put a plan together and i go that's all i gotta do what's up with you i want to know more about you
2: (laughs) so really realistically this quarantine has not affected me too much at all just because i've been inside so much before the quarantine hit and i was doing the same shit but i wasn't doing it at the velocity and speed at which i'm doing it now so actually it's kind of lit a fire into my ass because before I had excuses. I'm like, oh, well, I was working on this and whatever. Now you're not going out. You're not even celebrating. You're not drinking. You're not doing any weird shit out with your friends. What are you going to do? Get shit done. So I've been like getting more shit done in the bigger sense. Yeah. It's a weird place to be in life when you're like witnessing a global pandemic. You don't know if it's going to last two years and if, you know, normal life is going to be put off for that long or whatever. I did when I tour up through Florida, at least. What I'm saying is I'm not fixating on the idea that we will be able to tour. I don't know if that's even possible.
1: Why is it not possible? Wave two. Oh.
2: Wave three.
1: Uh, I just want to know more about your work. What are you working on?
2: Oh, personally. Oh, okay. I'm working on a... (laughs) Basically, we got our drum machine hooked up. To our laptop so now we can actually create songs to the extent that I want to make them into so we've been doing that Jake and I have a few things coming out that we're working on together I myself I have like 30 songs backed up that I need to flesh out and I need to like put a beat to and add some bass and whatever I'm working on so many things and it's ridiculous because I have Five collabs lined up and they're with people in different countries. I have a collab I'm supposed to be working on with a girl I met online. She lives in Italy. She's awesome. I'm trying to write a collab with her. I'm trying to write a collab with this other guy in California and then this other guy in Scotland. Two collabs and then uh, I'm spreading myself amongst all these projects and now is a good time to do it. We have all the time to do it. So I just feel really excited about that. And recently with the switch from Pro Tools to Reaper, that was a big switch. So now that we're using Reaper, I think music production in general will be a lot more doable. A lot of projects coming up.
3: Keys to stay busy, stay creative. That's what you have to do in this time. You have to stay creative. Lee and I were talking about this earlier. Like, I don't know what people who don't think creatively right. are yeah. doing right now. Yeah.
4: I, I don't know. I can't even imagine. I would be racking my brain because thinking creatively in any sense, we all need something like that. Yeah. Know? And if it's the matter of working towards getting it better, or something like that, that's just depending on the person. But given the five or six months that we have been in this time or whatever, I can't imagine not being able to do the things. Well... Like <laughs> Not to get too
3: serious again, expanding what we were talking about yesterday or last night, there's a lot of people out there just don't have the time to be creative. They haven't had the time to be creative. Mm-hmm. Now they're in this scenario and they don't know how to be creative. You know, that's got to be really, really, really difficult. I don't know. Well, I don't know what you'd be doing otherwise. And that's not like a knock at anybody. I'm not trying to like downplay anybody's scenario or make it seem like, I'm super creative and, like, you're not kind of shit. I'm genuinely curious how people that don't think about creating things, whether it's business or music or art Mm -hmm. in any capacity, how do you
1: deal with this time, you know? Like, that's a real question. There's an old quote that goes, those who do not create, consume. And I don't want to sound as condescending as that quote does, (laughs) but that's kind of true. The people that create give it to people that consume. Let's not even use "consume" as a derogatory term. They're yeah, entertaining yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah that, sure. that's what they're doing. They're, inter- yeah. they're trying to entertain themselves. That
4: is
3: true, but you know, for people, I hate, I hate the term "creatives." Right? It sounds so uh, condescending. But yeah. <laughs> for people, that... that... artists, bro, yeah, yeah. artists. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for people that do create stuff, or you know, that, that develop content. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously creating get, is exhausting and gets to a point where you don't want to do that anymore mm-hmm. either. Then we can switch to the entertainment side. Yeah. So if like you're just consuming, what do you do when that becomes you know, mm-hmm. no longer a thing? Even yeah. if cooking is your thing, like something creative. Yeah. But if you don't have any of that... Well,
1: isn't by design entertainment kind of like junk food? You can't get tired of it if it's all you? Doesn't it kind of get in you and you... D- crave more of it I guess but at some point don't you get tired of doing the same thing sitting on the
3: couch watching TV show after show episode after episode
1: I can't answer that but the fact that they're still on the couch would make me think no you don't get tired of it or at least you get tired of it and there's nothing that can be done
3: that's what I'm saying what do you do and then there's gotta be a population of people out there that maybe had a propensity to be creative, but that wasn't nurtured, right? Because that's what I'm getting as a socioeconomic status or just like the culture that they grew up in didn't nurture that creativity. And now we're in a situation where that's literally all that can get you through. After the consuming gets to
1: a point where it's not sustainable anymore, what do you then do? That's a- Well, I guess that's the question. Um, If you, I guess what you're saying is if you missed your opportunity to start creating, how do you start creating?
3: I don't even want to say it like that because it's, I guess you can put it that way.
1: Or I'll put it in a lighter way. If you weren't encouraged to create early on, how do you find that drive later in life? Or how do
3: you even know what being creative is at all? How do you even know that's an option for you to be creative? You know what I mean? You don't? Yeah, you don't. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. So then what do you do? That's, That's what I'm... Wondering, You, know, you do I,
2: drugs, Anton. Yeah. If you don't know how to create, you do... Skittles. And then you just buy paint, brushes, and paint, and you see what happens.
3: Or do you just automatically become creative, right? Okay, it's just like a rambling thought that just kind of came into my head. But life exists because it can. Okay, let's take away the religious aspect. Life exists because it can. If inventions are born out of necessity, creativity is born out of necessity, if we have the time to be creative, do people just become creative? Or is that something that you're born with and maybe wasn't nurtured or maybe you just don't even have that at all? Or are you born with it and then like, uh, when you have the time to do it, does it just start to come out?
4: Oh, well, I think, yeah, I think creativity has to be the default in most people, right? Because that's how you figure out anything, is through creativity. Like right. Problem solving is creativity right. in a way, you right. know? Something didn't work. Okay, so you have to think about what you have to do. You have to visualize everything you do. Like those are creative things.
3: Just the idea of thought is creative.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So by that logic, then sitting in existential dread—that—that's creative. Yeah. (laughs) To answer your question, when you run out of stimulus that entertains you and you have nothing left, you fall back into that morbid
4: curiosity.
1: That's
3: your form of creativity. Is just to be depressed and And contemplate your entire existence. And look, as
4: long as you can write, write about it. Yeah, like right. you don't have to be a writer, you know, like when, when I first write something, it sucks at the end of that verse that we were just listening to. It's horrible. That's what happens. That's part of the process. Yeah. Like, you have to get Flesh it down on paper ideas. first. Yep. Yeah. Editing is real writing. You know what I mean? Like any writer that you read that you like their writing, you don't really like their, their natural writing. You like their editing skills. Yeah. That's what, that's what it really comes down to In great the greatest writers of all time. You know they'll take twenty years to to really make something perfect. You know that's for sure what it comes down to. And I think with this whole quarantine and how do people find creativity that was never fostered or whatever, we can all go back to childhood for that. What were the things that made us feel alive and like made us have fun and stuff when we were younger? Like what are those things that we enjoy doing? What if you
3: forgot? Or if you just lost touch with what made you feel that way when you were younger. Right, right? well, you have
4: this time now, I'm saying. To kind of so reconnect yeah, like, with that. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. Like, that, that's kind of like a default, right? It's like whatever strikes you yeah. strikes you. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of your default. If you've ignored that for however long because of your position in life or your lot in life, then now this time is like a way to kind of reconnect with some of that stuff. Yeah. So I think, I guess, ultimately, the answer to that question, you become creative because that is every human being's disposition is to be creative that's why every person who is alive today is alive because your ancestors were creative right. enough to to survive yeah so if you think about it that right. way that's that's just is what our disposition is to be creative all right well that, so you
4: just have to allow yourself to like kind of i don't know just get like, into that fall, space yeah exactly get yeah. into that space fall into that start to, to that think that about like Thank you. yeah what really makes you what makes you tick, man? I think, like, most kids probably pretend play, right? Almost all of us probably did that. We pretended we were another character sure. in some movie or show or whatever, right? Power we industry. acted that out. Like, we, yeah, we power like... time, yeah. Yeah, powering... <laughs> that's the first thing I'm thinking about, <laughs> legit. <laughs> you know, we, we put on these different personas. And we kind of like putting ourselves into these imaginary situations. So that's what's kind of cool about this whole podcast realm and things like that is that you are... Throwing yourself into this conversation, this which really is like creating a kind of world for you to explore for, for a little while. And it's kind of bringing you back to that, like imagining that you're in that scenario too. imagining that you're really having that conversation with those people. I feel like that kind of goes back to that. And even that is kind of healthy in a way though, right? Because podcasts are putting these ideas out there to some of us who may not have come across these ideas without those podcasts that's definitely how i've come across a lot a lot of ideas that you know i never would have thought about so consuming can also create creativity is kind of what i'm getting yeah at. totally right totally. so like depending on what you decide to consume
3: think like, about it though right i mean like it, it, as a songwriter all your influences are coming from the consumption right. over the years yeah. of listening to music right so that's literally how art these days is made is because and, you've been influenced yeah. by something else
4: and, and exactly and something else not necessarily just music either but like Anything. all of the knowledge or experience that you have like plays into that you know so that's kind of cool and you get into like uh... Sorry, my phone. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs>
3: Thanks, bro. Sober Dan's calling me. I'm going to call him back and put him on the podcast. <laughs> I could patch in a call. You want to patch in a call? I fucking love Sober Dan. He's the only person that can simultaneously make me hate him and love him at yeah. the same time. It was like a we He kept trying to get me to dance. It's like, bro, all I want to do is punch you in the face, but somehow I still want to hang around you. <laughs> hey, bubs. Hey, bubs. He's fucking one of the funniest people I ever met. I don't even I don't know. He's a funny dude for sure. Yeah.
5: I guess, I guess his name is Phil Jake
1: <laughs> We're all together right now
5: I know, that's why I'm calling I'm
0: fucking
1: sad I'm not
5: there wow. I can be on a podcast, dude I can be the dumb one, dude I can be
1: the one that doesn't know shit, dude Here's a surprise We're recording right now We
2: are in the middle of a podcast right. <laughs> yeah,
1: you Your call is in
2: Now's your time to shine
1: yeah. <laughs> Silver
5: Dan, what's up, bro? I'm not sober. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that nickname is coming gone, I guess. <laughs> See, are you guys really on a podcast? You only do podcasts at night, dude.
3: Uh, well, technically, it is night time somewhere. So. <laughs> 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 uh, what yeah. are you doing, bro? What are you
1: doing?
5: I'm on my way to Orlando, bro. I'm trying to find where Jeff lives. Oh, oh for real? Yo,
1: <laughs> text my phone. I'll send you the address. What the shit? <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. No. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Fuck you. Get over yeah. here right now.
5: I got so much shit to do this week. Dude. No, no you don't. <laughs>
3: what? And Lacey can come too, bro. It's yeah. cool. It's have a big hang session. Take a day off. I'm sure you're ready, I got, I got a hardworking
5: guy. I got a lot to do tomorrow, though.
3: Bubs. listen to me uh. <laughs> dude,
5: I'll, I'll drive you bro I'll <laughs> I'll drive. I'll
3: drive you. sorry bubs me, bro. I'm so dude. sorry that I bubsed you <laughs> I'll drive you like a pal bro. <laughs> like you pal drive that Are
4: guy at
2: rockville tonight, dude? we're okay. drinking today is... son not even tonight it's
5: Cinco de Mayo bro it's Cinco de Mayo it. dude it's the fifth of the May dude
3: it, that's that's what it's Cinco the, de Mayo May. means yes sir so <laughs>
5: Are you guys are you, guys, are you guys drinking and eating tacos or what, bro?
3: Want- uh I'm definitely we're definitely drinking,
1: that's for sure. <laughs> no tacos involved yet. No oh, tacos. Wait, is today Tuesday? It's- Taco Tuesday uh, on Cinco de, de Mayo. Miles.
5: That's like forty-eight percent Mexican, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: forty eight percent more Mexican than I am, bro. So <laughs>
5: <laughs> Well no one's eating you, bro.
3: So, well, I mean, the Holy you know. command, dude, you're trying to eat me? Is that what's happening here?
5: <laughs> I'm not trying
3: to... Oh no, <laughs> <so> gross, <laughs> Quarantine gets too serious, you know, <laughs> might come down to that. I'm not the meatiest guy, but I mean, I can probably provide a little bit of sustenance for you.
5: <laughs> dude, I'll fucking... I'll
3: do it, dude. <laughs> Bro, just I have one request. Don't fucking eat my ass, well done. That's some. That's disrespect. Okay?
5: I, you eat that shit rare, bro. That's what <laughs> I'm saying, bro.
3: It took me a hot second.
5: Medium to... rare, actually.
3: Yeah, medium rare is that's respectable. <laughs> yes, also, medium rare is respectable. Any more than yeah, medium bro, rare, I'm you're fucking a fucking bitch, and that's disrespectful. I will. I will come back to haunt you. Um,
5: hot fire on it before i eat it bro how about that dude? and that's what makes it medium rare bro because a hot fire makes it a little charred on the outside dude hot
1: fire. <laughs> i still don't know if you guys are talking about cannibalism or eating ass <laughs> uh, cannibalism cannibalism okay. yes yes right, I'll, <laughs> I'll eat your ass well done right. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man
3: oh, bro, what are man. you doing come to cool.
5: orlando no, I wish, dude. I doubt. I doubt it. It's probably not going to happen. See, if you guys like invited me, it would have happened. But yeah, I get okay. it. I'm just a, I'm just a dumb white boy.
3: <sighs> well, you know, struggle is Some real for us ass. white boys, right? <laughs> dude,
5: I'm, I'm a fucking idiot savant, dude. Put me on the podcast. So I'll fucking break. For yeah, sure, you're, you're, you're on it. You're, you're on it. I don't want to be on it anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, what are you doing in two to three weeks? three
5: weeks two to, two to three. three what two to three what are you going
2: to be doing in two weeks bud bubs
5: oh yeah 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 two weeks i got a dentist appointment the whole two weeks from now <laughs> <laughs> what are
3: you doing in two Dude weeks I'm busy two weeks. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing in three weeks bitch <laughs> I think I'm
5: drinking a beer, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty busy three
3: weeks from now. Bro, <laughs> yeah. no. man, bro, have you? Do you have Facebook at all?
5: Uh, my yeah, my wife does.
3: Uh, Lacey? you can just say Lacy. Yeah. We know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bro, you should come on my podcast. <laughs> You'd be fucking hilarious on my podcast. We could plug your. What do you? Will you run a little smoke shop?
4: <laughs> He's the most successful out of all of no, us, out of everybody. <laughs> your, your little smoke shop, your very little smoke shop, yeah, no, you several you. locations <laughs> and
2: employees. Soon to be ice cream shop. Yeah, soon to be. Shop what's too. up with that? That's amazing. Wait,
1: is the smoke shop annexed with the ice cream shop? They're like no. a joint venture. Oh, is sober Dan's day about to fucking own Ocala. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Smoking a cream pop?
1: <laughs> Damn, that should be the name of the store. You're gonna be like the next Ocala mogul. <laughs> You're going to make hundreds of dollars. <laughs> so, oh, no, like, where are you, In- Inverness? Okay, that's, a, that's, a, no,
4: that's better. <laughs> The Inverness <laughs> Mogul <laughs> in sober day. We
5: got a river, bro We got a fucking river,
3: okay? river Bro, bro you're, you're, like, you're like Jason Bateman in Ozarks <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> No one else watched that show? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke no, okay. I'm gonna edit some crickets in right there. That's not Jason Bateman. It is Jason Bateman in Ozark. Yeah, it's a great yeah, show. Sure.
5: Yeah, when you, when you I, said Jason Bateman, I thought of Jason Statham, and then I thought of Jason Statham on Crank in Ozark, dude. That'd be yeah. cool,
3: dude. No, that that would be pretty I sweet though if Jason Statham, Statham and Jason Bateman did a did a Ozark slash Crank
5: show. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Jason Bateman in the movie Crank instead of Jason Statham? No. no. <laughs> be
0: I'd,
1: I'd see that. What about? Jason <laughs> Statham in Arrested Development. Ooh! Right. Wow. Wait, wait, who?
5: John yeah. Stamos? Yeah. I could see John Stamos in Arrested Development. Hurts, I could have sworn he said John Stamos. <laughs> you no,
3: know, Jason Statham. You know that guy?
5: Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's my uncle, dude.
3: Look it up, bro. What's up?
5: Yeah, he he'll teach you how to shave your head, dude.
3: Yeah, I definitely need help in that department. Wow. Are you balding? No, I mean. <laughs> It's not really visible, but, you know. Because <laughs> I keep my hair long, but I mean, you know, I've definitely lost some hairline over the years, <laughs> I'll say that much. I
1: was about to say, I'm glad you didn't go 100% delusional on that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> Lox is luscious as ever. Yeah. I just got home, guys. I'm going to go eat some tacos, dude. Oh, what, well, hey. we just like the ride home call, bro? We, we, we're,
3: trying, we're trying to fucking hang out, or what? Dude,
5: Let's hang, bro.
4: So, like, two to three weeks? Are you fucking busy? How you guys doing in, like,
5: seven and a half weeks, bro? You guys busy? What day? Uh, Tuesday, bro.
3: I'm fucking busy.
5: (laughs) Ah. How about wednesday
3: no that's not gonna work for me either <laughs> oh
5: yeah you're a sunday type of guy <laughs> I was, i'm
3: definitely a sunday guy for sure i, I like sundays
4: no Anton's busy on sundays bro.
3: i'm you busy on yeah yeah mondays uh, I are forgot good day. he
5: goes to church now <laughs>
3: <laughs> we <laughs> all <laughs> go to the church of side hustle bro, did you you're watch- a
5: pentecostal aren't you dude
3: <laughs> did you watch my podcast on sunday
5: that was it a church one because if it was i didn't see it
3: bro you gotta watch my podcast then you gotta be on it because you'd be fucking hilarious
5: stop dude i'm not that funny i'm just a dumbass
3: and that's what makes you so funny So you're an idiot
5: <laughs> you're not supposed to agree dude
3: <laughs> you're you're an idiot savant what you said earlier right uh, i could agree with you on that
5: i got asperger's
3: <laughs> you might got a little bit of the aspie's i'll say that <laughs> Oh
1: my god.
5: (laughs) I just don't take life seriously at all. And then I marry someone that does, and she does everything.
3: (laughs) You're Joe Pesci, my cousin Vinny.
0: And and
5: Lacey is Tomei. (laughs) I think we're the same height, too. (laughs) So, man, come to Orlando right now. Dude, I want to, but I would get divorced oh no we can't have that happen
3: you guys don't care don't lie i like Lacey a lot i don't want you to get divorced from Lacey, so i mean you know I would Divorce her? she would divorce me <laughs> that's, that's what i'm saying we don't want that to happen she can come too bro
5: i wouldn't go without her there's no fucking chance that would happen because she would know i would get wasted and i need someone to watch me
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a man that knows himself it's right. very true
5: yeah, she's she's awesome, dude. She's the wife off of my cousin vintage. Tell her we said hi. Hey, mm. Lacey.
2: I'm fucking
5: mad at them. Screw them. They're inviting us now. Oh, <laughs> she's mad we didn't get invited before. Bro, you got the <laughs> bro,
1: you got the invite.
5: But we're just a fucking. A fart in the wind, dude.
3: (laughs) That's hilarious that you said that. You guys get the invite right now. You guys get the invite right now. You come over here. How long is Jake and
5: and you gonna be around Jeff? Is it gonna be just tonight? Three days.
4: No, we're doing it every every two to three weeks.
5: Is this the first time of the every two to three weeks? This, This is my first time. Yeah. Man, you guys are so cool. (laughs)
2: You guys just join us next time Or this time Dude
5: Jeff is the coolest person over there right now You guys are
3: Well duh (laughs) (laughs) Jeff gets an extra bump Because he's black too You know what I mean
5: Well (laughs) we're talking about cocaine now
1: I think you remember a different version of me.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Is that really Jeff Hawking, dang? He sounds like a white guy.
0: (laughs) Oh my
1: god. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> wow.
5: What the fuck, wow. man. Sounds like a fucking 35-year-old Willie
1: Nelson. <laughs> Did wow. you ever meet what? me? I, I haven't changed my speaking style at all. Jeff has always sounded like that, for as long as I've known him. <laughs>
0: <Willie> <laughs>
1: but if you
5: shut your eyes, you can really hear it. Yeah, right, bro. <laughs>
2: He dumb been sounding white, son.
4: Willie really, Nelson, get out of here, dude. Not even a close comparison whatsoever. You yeah, yeah. like, literally went like the furthest, the opposite way to make that work. Hey, uh,
3: Sober Dan, you and Lacey should come through tonight.
4: I
5: don't
3: think that's going to happen. What do you guys think, like an hour away from here? For
5: an hour and... Fifteen minutes, but I can make it in forty-five if I go really oh, fast. Oh, I know, I,
3: I know you can, bro. I know you
5: can. So, so. Do it. But we got a lot to do tomorrow, man. All right, come yeah. tomorrow night.
2: Bring the chickies.
5: That could be possible. It's all up to Lacey. She, she's, she's the executive. I don't
2: want a pity invite.
5: Oh, she said she doesn't want a pity invite, dude. You pity invite my wife, bro? Oh, no. You pity invite my wife, bro? You're
3: not like bro? that. Oh no.
5: It is wow. kind of like that, though. That's, That's not
3: a <laughs> penny invite. definitely not it's what totally it is. kind of like that. I mean, it kind of is like that. Right?
5: <laughs> Come on, guys. We're grownups now. You can admit you pity invited us. Not one of you thought, damn, Dan lives really close to
3: this area. We should probably just
5: see what he's doing.
3: You're right. I didn't think about that at all. I'll, yeah, I'll admit that. Apple. Yeah, I know. I'm a dick. <laughs>
5: Because every time I go to Jacksonville or or fucking Hollywood or Miami, I'm like, oh, dude, Jake, Jahan, yeah, dude, dope. Jacksonville, oh, shit, fucking Chelsea, Anton, hell yeah, let's do it, dude. What are we doing but here, bro? Are we
1: doing a guilt trip or what? Are we trying to fucking yeah. hang out? Or are yeah. you trying to be some like, shit, what are we doing here? Is it fucking Is
0: it working? Working? <laughs> two
1: hits to that guilt trip. Uh, Dan, I got to say, you're really bringing down the mood of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
5: fucking podcast right now literally we've been recording
2: this whole thing
3: pandora's box smoke shop. and then pine cones ice cream and pine cones ice cream you guys gotta check it out
2: i saw pictures of it it looks real nice it's really coming together they're opening a store
5: it's off of Pine Avs. Nice. nice. Hey and Jake, Ta-da. you guys listening, we'll have vegan ice cream for you guys in yes. non-plastic cups with a god straw. You yeah. better. So
2: you're wondering about that. Maybe. Right?
3: Maybe they'll call you when they're when they come to town. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god.
2: Dude, so I'm about to fucking use hand
5: sanitizer when eat tacos. Bye, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey
3: bro, what are you gonna sponsor my band?
5: Sponsor your van?
3: My band. What do you want me to do, dude? you need
5: money? Is that what sponsors do? <laughs>
3: God damn it. You the correct answer was supposed to be never. That's what the correct answer was supposed to be. But you had to make it all fucking weird and shit. But I will sponsor you. <laughs> give me like the perks of being sponsored. Like, yo,
5: you give me 300. This is what you get for this sponsor. 300?
3: What are you talking? Fucking, yeah, this is fucking it, Little Leagues. What are we talking about here? No,
5: see, because when you get on stage, you can be like, sponsored by Pandora's box.
3: I've been thinking about this for a long time. I'm going to call you on a separate conversation. We're going to have this talk.
5: Oh, let's do it on the podcast. It'll be funny.
3: <laughs> I don't
1: have it all fleshed out yet. We're going to have it, give me a month. I have it all fleshed out. I've been thinking about it for a long time. Why don't you come talk about it in two to three weeks? Yes. yes. That too, yeah. yeah that too. If
5: Willie Nelson's there, I'm down, dude.
4: <laughs> 100%. Willie will be here. <laughs> all right, bro, we'll, we'll, we'll let
5: you go. All right, guys. Thank you, man. I'm about to eat the fuck out of these tacos, dude. I'll eat one for all of you, and hopefully, I'll see you guys tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah, let us know. Uh, okay. Yeah, let us know. Let's let us know for sound. sure.
5: Yeah, but I'll, I'll guilt. I'll guilt trip text every single one of you. Before <laughs> we
1: My phone's off, though.
5: So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I figured that. I figured it, even though it rang. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, then it's in the other room. Yo, yeah. man, we miss you in the <laughs> Telegram. Come back.
5: Oh yeah, that shit's dumb, dude. <laughs> why I think it's dumb, dude. I think that group chat is dumb because I'll fucking find the coolest shit to talk about and I'll fucking post it. And then Julian- Yes, I like, knew it was going do there. will like 10 things and then my shit gets buried. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I literally complained to my wife for like two hours about that mask. And I was like, I'm done, dude. I'm fucking done. This shit is really getting mad. No one cares about the shit I post. I'm done.
3: Bro, Julian's out of the group chat. He left the group chat.
5: I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I got to re-download the app, but I'll be back. All right. All
3: right. <laughs> yeah, be back like
1: tonight kind of shit. All right,
3: guys. I got to go. I'll
1: talk Word. to you. All right, all peace, right.
5: man.
2: Peace. Bye, guys.
1: Love you, guys. Peace. All right, that was a very successful first yeah. phone call, actually. Yeah. I, fucking, I fucking love that dude.
3: He's uh, he, the only person that can simultaneously annoy the fuck out of me but make me still want to hang out
1: Dude, I him. forgot how fucking hilarious He's he was. so funny.
4: yeah. Holy and shit. And there's a lot to talk to them about, too, because they've made a lot of changes in their, their life recently that would be really cool to get yeah. into. Yeah. I feel so bad, man. He called me after we uh, after we
3: got back from New Orleans. He was like, Yeah, man, how's New Orleans? I was like, It was fun, man. He was like, Yeah, man, I bet I've never been before, but it would have been cool if I, I would have got to go with you guys. You know what I mean?
1: I was like, I
4: was like, Bro,
3: we had like 10 people on that trip already. It was already too many people. It's like, I felt terrible about he it. He
4: still has to make you feel guilty. And it's just like, Come on,
3: man. Yeah, I feel terrible. I mean, I, I, he should have been invited. Like, There should have been a lot more people invited in general. But I mean, it's like, What are you going to do?
2: Thank you for listening, and if you like what you've heard, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at The Art of Blindspotting. You can also visit theartofblindspotting.com. Send an email to jeff at theartofblindspotting.com if you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, complaints, hate mail, whatever. Remember, check your blind spots.